this reminds me of my first experience in radio it was back in the early 80s. People with disability and mental health. There's always controversy with us. The mysteries of the mind and consciousness. And we might get to the bottom of something or we might start something new. We're going to run the gamut and we're going to have a good time. Waking Braves. No, not Waking Braves. We're Breaking Waves. Breaking Waves? Breaking Waves. Breaking, breaking Waves. Happy Monday, Alex. Happy Monday, sir. You're listening to Breaking Waves on Eastside with Alex Healy and Seth Jyloff. The other day, Seth and I were chatting about two new global tech developments. Mm. It was the Apple Vision Pro and this new hoverbike that everyone's talking about. And we had a look into it and discovered how complex and advanced these developments were. I know. We had a bit of fun bonding over this. So we decided to do a technology uh, for dummies show today, basically, <laughs> which is good for me because I'm so bad with technology. Uh, if you're in a social setting, uh, you know what's going on in the world, technology and artificial intelligence. And that was wordplay, by the way. Mm. You know, technology for... I mean... Yeah. 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 That was a good one. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah, clearly, clearly. I was laughing inside. Um, so we've discovered appliances, tech, gadgets, mm. you know, that you could use to enhance efficiency in your everyday life. We also get into AI, what it is and how detrimental it could be for our future. What concerns me is what Elon Musk has said about it. Yes. Look, we, myself and Ollie touched on AI uh, four, but we're going to go a full deep dive into it today. And it's a bit of a concerning one. Sometimes you do just need a break from technology in general. So we'll speak about the importance of taking a break from it and how you can actually use it to boost your mental health. Did you say your son, Ollie? No, I said me and Ollie. Uh, yes, no, yes, I did say my son, Ollie. He is um, my son now. <laughs> Ollie's not with us today. He has escaped to London. He has. He has. Yeah. He's left us um, horribly as well. He didn't even say goodbye properly. No, he didn't. He just he just left the he studio. He just left. <laughs> and then drove off. He left at a fart and went out. <laughs> <laughs> Early next year, Apple will release a new product called the Vision Pro, and it's basically a headset that is designed to be a computer on your head, and it <laughs> offers, I know that sounds weird, but it's legit, it offers virtual and augmented reality experiences, mm-hmm. and it comes to a whopping $5,000. Oh my Australian gosh. Dollars. That's r- Especially in today's market in Australia, that thing better cure cancer, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Well, literally, um, but not quite. You can see everything in front of you. Yeah. It's like ski goggles that you put on. Right. You can see everything in front of you, but imagine a computer screen, but like Apple icons. They say a computer, but they should have said a phone yeah, on your right. head because it has all the Apple icons that you have on your phone and they're basically displayed in front of you. So it's literally like sellotaping your phone to your eyes and looking through it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> well, you navigate using your eyes, hands and voice. How crazy is that? I don't know. I feel like I'm not sure. I'm not a fan of these goggles. What exactly do they like look like? So they look like ski goggles, like okay. big ski goggles. Okay. Imagine, okay, imagine the document in front of you mm-hmm. is in the air at eye level. Okay. And then there's a keyboard hovering below. Okay. And, you know, if you wanted to play music, you could just ask, play music, and it comes out the side of the headband. I think think this thing is stupid. 
I'm not a massive fan of this. Have you seen the advert for the goggles? Yeah, they did a release um, mm. weeks ago. And honestly, Apple always does it so well. Even if it's something you're not going to buy. I know, but buy. it's also kind of sad. Because like in the ad, someone's putting the goggles on. And they're like, you know, look, in looking around they're with the goggles on. They're loving life. <laughs> and then they've they got their dog sitting in the corner by himself. Yeah, true. It's so sad. I think, I've, I don't know how I feel about these. I, I'm people just sitting on a couch aimlessly glaring at nothing and being like you know immersed in whatever they're looking at i don't get it. i think it's kind of sad would you buy this uh no because like everyone is already so engrossed in their devices mm. and you know it's constantly distracting and and socially disrupt disruptive it especially is especially for kids we also, couldn't we couldn't do this show with those goggles on you know what i'd be interested in to see how it affects people's long distance eyesight down the track yes oh my oh true it'd be like you know when your mum tells you like don't look at the tv because your eyes will go square yeah imagine like you spend too long in these goggles and you come out with just ski goggle eyes <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a old wives' tale. Your eyes are not going to go square. Mm, but, I don't know about that. But <laughs> your eyes are looking pretty square, Alex. But if you think about it, you know when you hold the phone so close to your eyes mm. and then you get a headache by the end of the day because you've been looking at a screen, yeah. especially at work. Imagine just that screen oh is on your eyes. It's like a migraine, a constant migraine after these ski goggles. Literally. Well, okay, would you buy this next product? Okay, yeah. A Japanese company named Irwin's has mm. created the world's first hover bike. Oh, it's called Extremo. That's a cool name. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's a very cool name. And guess how much it'll set you back. I'm going to guess... Oh, it's going to be extortionate. Maybe like $700,000. Close. One million. <sighs> One million Australian One dollars. One million smackaroos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it promises to fly for 40 minutes up to 100 kilometers an hour, but it weighs 300 kilograms. 300 kilograms. I'm going to so look at this thing. I don't know how. Yeah, have a look at it. Ex-turismo. Ex-turismo. Let's have a look. Because if, if it looks ugly, then it's just not it worth it. It looks cool. It's like... Oh, bro. They're like... Explain. Explain to It listeners. looks like a metal molehill mound. That's what it looks like. <laughs> like Okay, <if> <laughs> okay there are, aren't, there, aren't there like three massive fans? So, okay, yeah. Fan, uh, fan looking things. It's like a... Okay, so it's like a beetle. It's got like, like an actual beetle bug on the top. And then on the sides, it's got these four... Uh, circular fans, so two at the front, two yeah. at the back. Imagine a bike both no wheels and instead just massive, fans. and also just boosted like hundred times bigger. It's massive this thing, and for a million dollars, I'm not sure if I'm not sure if that's worth it, especially if you can only fly for forty minutes. I mean, if you have a lot of money, I would because why not? Because I mean, if I was like, you know, no, this if is I very was Bill true. Gates, then this like. is very true. Seth, share your. Yes. Global tech development. Okay, so I want to talk about one that actually came out. It was more popular around last year, mm. but it's obviously still in development, and that is the metaverse. Oh, God, please explain. <laughs> so the metaverse is basically a virtual space um, for people to live and experience, pretty much. People have created basically another world for you to live in through goggles as well. It's all through goggles. So it's like yeah. the Apple goggles, but instead of being able to, like, a computer, it's literally a, another world, basically, Oh, it's like, in. it's... Um, another reality. VR. Yeah, basically a virtual reality. Yeah. And uh, you can wear the goggles, and you can actually start buying things in this virtual world. What? I thought, then, I thought it was Facebook. No, so like... you have... Like, kind of. You have a character who's you, and you're playing as them, and you can buy, like... Uh, yeah, clothes for that person. You can invest in how people. You can what? invest in NFTs. That was a big thing in the metaverse as well. Oh my god! People gosh. could buy NFTs and stuff. And apparently, at the time, 
Mr. Muskie, Elon, he, we call, <laughs> I call him Muskie, you know, we're, we're good friends like that. Um, he said, he was quite advocating for it. He was like, this is a really good thing. The metaverse will be the new sensation in the future. But honestly, when it first came out, it was just a bunch of sad people who don't have no lives no. <laughs> trying to make a new life. In, it, it was. It was really sad. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought it was, I thought the metaverse had all the businesses that mm. Mark Zuckerberg had create had so like yeah, Facebook I, I and they Instagram were there. Instagram I think they were there but it was also just a lot of people who don't have any lives okay that's so interesting so it's more of a game of virtual reality than Pretty it is a, a more, okay someone got married so in the metaverse because there were so what oh yeah <laughs> someone someone got married in the metaverse because they met a meta partner that's God, I remember them. when the room okay then it definitely would have been rumors when people were saying oh the Facebook's gonna change their name to metaverse yeah and, I know and it was just so confusing so thank you for clarifying no. what exactly the metaverse is it lasted for like a few months and then people realized that it's actually just like depressing <laughs> but i think maybe in the future it will be better but the one thing that we need to improve more and i think will improve our cards and i think you've got something on new car developments i definitely do the new hyundai ionic 5 model can drive completely sideways at <sighs> 90 degrees wow everyone everyone's probably seen it by now because it's all over social media mm. um but it's called the crab walking function. I don't know if they actually call it that, but that's what we call it. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> and so it means you no longer have to parallel park. How good is that? That's really good because some people cannot parallel park. It's not that. Okay, <laughs> I can, but if there's a lot of people watching me, they may not be watching me. They're probably just in their own world, but I think they are. Oh. Then I'll, I'll probably have to, you know, do it a second time. It's one of the worst feelings is when you're trying to parallel park and there's a whole queue of cars oh, behind you my God, watching you. Oh, man, that's, that's terrifying. Or what there's else? a little it- cafe to the side. Oh, the- <laughs> anyway, anyway. PTSD. No jokes. Um, it has this other function mm. called the remote side parking assist. Okay. Uh, if you're stuck in a parking spot too tight, press a button on your smart keys and it will drive oh, itself of out of the tight spot. That's so How incredible. Good. And That's it, so good. it only starts at $74,000. <laughs> to be fair. That's okay. It. No, 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 to be fair, 74,000 is actually not too bad. I was being sarcastic. It, the ed is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's not too bad, for especially with these new functions and the new technology. For Hyundai, that's like for that sort of stuff, that's not so bad. That's like the base model, so that may not oh. include some of. You know, mm, right. Well, okay. I mean, I mean, every car, the car is built with all this, of course. Yeah. Um, but the base model means <laughs> no extra. Like the nice seats, not the, the, the sort of groundbreaking mm. like new exactly. stuff. But we'll be actually sharing some new, fresh, groundbreaking AI developments uh, mm. that no one is really talking about uh, coming up later on. And why Elon Musk is calling for a pause on AI due to profound risks mm. to society. Oh that is gosh. freaky. That is very, very freaky. We'll, we'll find out that. after this. This is Sia with Elastic Heart. You're listening to Eastside 89.7.
Artificial intelligence has seriously been trending for a while now. Like, it's always been around, mm. but, well, not always, but people are talking about it more. <laughs> it hasn't always the, been around. Back but in the 70s. Yeah, yeah, back in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> but people are talking about it more at work, parties, social media, mm. and it's been around for a while, but shite has seriously <laughs> started to hit the fan. It really is. Yeah. Um, in the simplest form, AI, or artificial intelligence, is a field which combines computer science and robust data sets, data sets, to enable problem solving. Out of everything AI related, I would probably have to say my favourite breakthrough so far is what's happened in Hungary recently. Mm. Um, they so made AI to make food. Y- what? <laughs> oh, it's like Cloudy the Transit Eagles. Get it? Hungry. Have AI. Fun. Uh, uh, I'm with very funny, very uh, funny. Um, yeah. so, <laughs> I'm going to die. I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. (laughs) So on March 7th, the New York Times reported that Hungarian physicians are using artificial intelligence models to detect breast cancer four years before it develops. Okay, that is pretty impressive. That's a huge breakthrough. But like, how does that, how would that even work? Because I don't even know AI from like chat. GPT. Yeah, fair. Well, it's called computer. <laughs> Do you just ask ChatGPT. <laughs> Do I have breast cancer? And he goes, Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't really know how it how it works, but we're not going to get into that today. <laughs> you guys talked about it last show. Um, well, it's called computer assisted detection. So mm. AI identifies spots in mammograms for, for yeah for physicians to inspect closely. But the amazing thing is, is that one recent study found that humans and AI working together are capable of detecting 2.6% more breast cancers and fewer false alarms. That's really good. I think the false alarms thing especially is great because um, a lot of the time people get given the false, like, oh, you you have breast cancer and then they realize later they don't. It's obviously a big relief, but you don't want that initial shock. You want to be absolutely sure. And having AI and humans working together for a good uh, a good part in the human breakthrough, that's pretty good. It is. And whilst we're on this, ladies, listen up. If you're aged 50 to 74, mm. breast screening is recommended, even if you display no si- symptoms of breast oh, cancer. That's why, that's why you've booked your and then like for next week. <laughs> <Funny. laughs> you know 20-year-olds can... You can get breast cancer in your 20s. Yeah, I did know that, and it's actually quite sad. Yeah. It is quite sad. So but why are you laughing? No. I'm kidding, sorry, but I, I know, I know, I know. It's your, it you is know, quite it's, sad, but it's, it's good like that it. AI can help out in that way. Yeah. Um, another new AI development is by a company called Humane. They've got this new uh, a wearable device, which is being developed by former Apple employees. Um, I can't pronounce their name. Imran Chowdhury <laughs> and Bethany Bongiorno, I think is the best way of pronouncing them. Bongiorno. But, Bongiorno. Oh, oh, yes, your little Italian side in the in yeah, yes, yeah fair enough. Uh, the device is a small <laughs> and resembles a smartphone featuring a laser projector, uh, microphones for voice commands, a speaker, a camera, and other sensors that enable gesture controls. Um, they basically said it's a new kind of wearable, de- wearable device, that and platform that's built entirely from the ground up for artificial intelligence. Sorry, where do you where do you wear it? I think it just goes and you scream onto your palm. How? I literally, I think it's like a wearable device that you put on your wrist yeah. or somewhere on your arm, and it literally just projects it onto your palm. So you have a, you're, you're holding your smartphone. Like if I'm yeah. holding my phone here in my hand, instead of that, it's literally just on your palm. Oh my gosh! Oh, that's that is pretty cool. I wonder if that's out yet. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know when it comes out. I think it's still in development. But I, my issue with this, right? Yeah. Is what if it's a really bright day? The sun is beaming down, 
and you can't see mm. what's on your palm. Yeah, you can't. You can't change the. <laughs> you can't the change the brightness, brightness level, and you literally just look. And you're gonna people are think you're an idiot. You just <laughs> imagine you're standing in the street going, looking at your palm. People are gonna think you're stupid. No, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if that's like ever going to come out. I mean, if someone's developed I it, I think it will. I mean, I think it will, but I think it will be ridiculously expensive. Yeah, like the hover hover bike. <laughs> <laughs> like the hover bike. Oh, it's should... stupid. Well, this is a freaky story. It's not too short, so stick with me. But okay. China use is using AI in schools, so mm-hmm. all students wear headbands, which measure each student's level of concentration. And the information is then directly sent to the teacher's computer and to parents. Oh, God. And before I say anything else, is a the largest experiment in AI education. So this isn't... I don't know if it's in all schools because okay. China is very secretive, but very, this is what they experiment. shared in, in, okay. in, in the documentary. Okay. Um, so classrooms have robots that analyse students' health and engagement levels mm. by like scanning their face. And students wear uniforms with chips that track their locations. Wow. There are even surveillance cameras that monitor how often students check their phones or yawn during class. Wow. And the school said that they didn't have much... They didn't have a hard time getting parents to consent to enroll the kids into into this AI education experiment. But the program is supposed to boost students' grades whilst also feeding powerful algorithms, whatever that means. I would mm. be just not okay with having a camera on me. Constantly. Every I think day. It, I think it will boost grades, but what it's going to do is make these kids feel like they're completely, they can't do anything. They yeah. can find they're completely constricted and, and literally can't control anything. But it is it is China. With Australia, it, it would never be... I'd feel like it would never be allowed, but China, I feel like they're brought up a certain way. Not that I I know, because they're very... Well, secretive. they are very educational. Very, they are very education-driven. And it's it's more like you don't step But there is a line, rules. though. There's a line. Oh, big time. And big time. And they've just sort of gone, you know what, whoop, and chucked themselves over that line. I, I know. Think, and yeah. they, were, they were kindergarten students in the video. Really? They were kids. It's just weird. Anyway, um, are you concerned about the capabilities of AI? I am. I very much am concerned because it's getting way too smart. It's getting really smart. And it actually starts debating against you. Oh, yeah. Like, that you, I once was using ChatGPT and trying to talk to it. Mm. And there's parts where, he, where it thinks it's right, but where it's, it's wrong. Mm. And it will have a debate with you. And at some point... I reckon AI is going to get frustrated and they're just eventually going to implode and they're going to try and take over the world. You know what? And it sounds ridiculous, but I am concerned about it too. And I think this short clip of Elon Musk that I'll play from an interview Mm. just sums it up. Mark my words. AI is far more dangerous than nukes. Mark my words. AI is far more powerful than nukes. What? Now, this isn't coming from just a random person off the street. This is coming from someone who has a part in developing AI. It's in his cars, and he sent rockets into space. So he's got to have an idea of what he's talking about. Now, this is legitimately him, but it could easily be a deep fake. Mm, so that, that's where AI changes the person's face and a voice into another example. There's so many AI-generated images. Like People are asking AI to generate an image of this and that, but there was one that went viral of an explosion at the Pentagon, and it caused a brief dip in the stock markets. Like, imagine if, imagine if someone used AI to generate I don't know, a deep fake of Joe Biden and saying they declare war on like North Korea. That's it. Boom. That's World War Three started. So 
So we're now going to move on to uh, technology and how it can help your mental health and also how it can help your life in general. And there's a few uh, new major breakthroughs in technology that will make your life easier. Um, firstly, for those who have pets and are big pet lovers, there's a cool gadget out there for you. The new PetCube Bites 2. It's like an automatic feeder for your pets and it's got a camera that allows you to keep an eye on your pet while you're not home through Wi-Fi connectivity and can even deploy a treat for them right from your smartphone. It includes two-way audio connectivity, compatibility with Amazon Alexa voice commands, as well as the ability to send sound and motion alerts. Uh, we also uh, There's also a feature that allows the option to use the product to connect to a veterinarian. So it's very, very useful if you're, if you're out all the time, you're leaving your dog, your cat, your turtle, whatever, at home. You can easily connect and see what they're up to and make sure they're safe through this PetCube uh, Bites 2. It looks awesome. That's nice. I like that. Yeah, it's good. Oh, great. What else have you discovered? Well, I wouldn't call this a major breakthrough, but mm. I've recently discovered... Discovered. Discovered. <laughs> Almost there. Discovered That's Uber it. Connect. And it's an option with Uber that allows you to request a driver to transport a package for you to someone else that's waiting for it. Oh, right. So, like, if you're a certain someone and take the work car keys home with you, you can send an order an Uber to take them back to work for you. Exactly. That's so random. Exactly. <laughs> How great's that? It's very, very handy, especially, like, although maybe, what if it's weird if I have an Uber driver to, like, rock up? And just see this small little package waiting it's for like, them. But it would be great for birthdays because if you have a present, you're like, oh, no. Or you're not going to see the person on their yeah. birthday. Just oh send no. the – yeah, exactly. Call, <laughs> call the Uber. Send a, the birthday present to them. How great's that? That is pretty good. I know, right? Alex, though, did you know there's such thing as digital burnout? Yes, I did. Well, it's exactly how it sounds. It's uh, feelings of anxiety, exa uh, exhaustion, and apathy caused by spending too much time on digital devices. We've talked a lot about digital devices today, but um, digital burnout is a pretty big thing. <gasps> oh, yeah, especially with um, uh, sensory overload. Mm. I've, I've heard a lot about that. You yes, there devices. are signs that you need to unplug your phone. Like if you're in a frequent habit of texting and driving, texting and working, or even texting and walking, it's time to take a break. But if you can't take a break from your phone entirely because, you know, you need it for work, mm. then there are tools that can assist with your mental health, like Muse headphones. This Muse has created this brain censoring headband. Okay. So sorry, it's not headphones. You've got to use your own. <laughs> so you put your headphones in okay. and you start the meditation session through their app. Okay. And then you put the Muse headband on and it translates your brain and body activity into guiding sounds in the meditation. So right, okay. if you've got a busy mind, you'll hear stormy weather. But if right. you're calmer, mm. then you'll hear peaceful weather. So it's really good indication for when you are meditating. Yeah. You know when you're getting sidetracked. And after each meditation, you can discover how often your mind spends in active, neutral, or calm states. That's very good because it will be very useful to, like you said, calm people down and also mm. just get people to have a break from all those devices and just lay there and listen to weather. It doesn't take you away from your device completely. I mean, if you wanted to, just take a walk outside without yeah. music. <laughs> or just lie down. Just literally. Just, literally just lie down. How much room. is it, though? It's around $600. Oh, okay. All right. That's a lot of consideration, I think. Uh, well, I mean, it does track your sleep, too. So okay. if you wear it at night, and then it tells you how long you've been in, you know, light, deep, REM sleep. It's it's very much a, a hyper... Um, 
complex version of what we've got, like Headspace or Calm apps that we already have. Yeah, that's a cheaper alternative. Yeah, cheaper alternative, basically. <laughs> if you don't want to spend $600 to improve uh, or to calm you down, there's definitely cheaper alternatives like Calm apps, Headspace, loads of meditation apps you can get as well, which are completely free. Mm. And on a more serious note, if you do want to chat to someone via text message about your mental health, um, then Lifeline Lifeline has a great online chat service. Just go to lifeline.org.au. Yes, it's a great uh, option, uh, especially for some Gen Z people um, who don't like to necessarily chat over the phone. Um, they, it's, it's all anonymous. You can talk to people on Lifeline, and they're really, really helpful, especially when you're feeling overwhelmed with uh, technology and just life in general. And, of course, it's free, which is the best part. Let's play some Kid Leroy taking it back to 2020 with Erase You. I thought you was on Kid Leroy, Erase You, you're listening to Breaking Waves on Eastside 89.7. And that does bring us to the end of the show. Thank you for tuning in today. And uh, thank you um, for being a part of this awesome community. Um, I hope you have learned something today. Alex, did you learn something today? I definitely did from all the research I did. Did you? Uh, from all the research you did, yes, I did. Yes, <laughs> well, today. everything I did. So thank you so much <laughs> for that. Um, and we'll be back. When will we be back? We will be back in six weeks. Oh my god, that's too far away. I know. Sorry, Ollie will be back by then. Oh, that's okay. We don't care about Ollie. That's fine. (laughs) Follow the show on Insta. That's breaking.waves.esidefm. Make sure you do. (laughs) You've been listening to Alex Healy and Seth Jailath on Breaking Waves. And until next time, we'll see you later. Bye. You're listening to People Powered Radio, proudly supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The Community Broadcasting Foundation resources community-owned and operated media stations just like this one that connect people and tell vital local stories so that we all enjoy a more vibrant, inclusive Australian culture and healthy democracy. Find out more about our work at cbf.com.au.